At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rival. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in hour number four of the VSIN Bet Center. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. I am live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, and my partner James comes to us via Denver, Colorado, checking the baseball scoreboard. The Phillies still up on the Angels, 5-1. to one. They are in the top of the fifth there with two outs. The Angels still had it, still batting with Shohei Otani at first base. The St. Louis Cardinals trying to split the doubleheader with the Chicago Cubs. They're up 3-1, to one, bottom of the fifth there with two outs. And the Cubs batting in game three on the ice in Edmonton. The Oilers and the Avalanche are tied at one apiece, the Edmonton struck first, getting a one nothing lead very early and then finally could not withstand the Colorado attack. They did kill a couple of penalties, but finally Colorado was able to put one in goal. And it may have been an own goal getting past Mike Smith there to make it a 1-1 tie here again after one period in Edmonton. James, want to talk about some college football games of the year. Our friends over at the South Point, Chris Andrews and company, released those earlier this week. Always a fun time. Uh, A lot of bettors. I I know of no one that gets more excited about this than our friend Paul Stone from Paul Stone Sports. He'll come out here to Las Vegas and get down as much as he can on some games where he sees some discrepancy. And I think that's one of the most interesting things, some of the discrepancy we're seeing between our friend Johnny Avello over at DraftKings and Chris Andrews at South Point, some of the different lines. You look at Iowa State versus Iowa, a great interstate rivalry that's been a good one for a long time there. And at DraftKings, the Hawkeyes of Iowa are favored by six points. 
And here at the South Point, Chris Andrews put up Iowa at 13 points. So a seven-point difference there. Oklahoma and Texas, uh, about a four-and-a-half, five-point difference there. Of course, the Red River, uh, Red River rivalry game. Uh, they now call it the Red River Showdown. But uh, I still like to call it the rivalry game. USC and Utah, this one is interesting, too. You know, there's a lot of high hopes for the USC Trojans this year and their new coach, Lincoln Riley. At DraftKings, uh, Utah is laying three points. Chris Andrews has Utah laying 12 points. So, you know, I I don't know if you've taken a look at any of these, James, but there are certainly some opportunities. Well, I think the challenge with college football is – any 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 season, you know, there's going to be movement with the coaching staffs, and whether that's your head coach or a lot of times assistants get moved. They they get hired as a as a head coach or take an assistant job somewhere else. And and I kind of look at that for how I approach the NFL early in the season, Brady, when it comes to to betting. Let's just say for the month of September, maybe the first three or four games. I typically am trying to really try to avoid those teams in the in the NFL staying away from teams that had a lot of turnover turnover with the roster turnover with the coaching staff that type of thing and I think for college football I definitely apply to that as well uh, because it's, it's a challenge anytime you're a coach taking over a new program sometimes it's a program that has needed a new voice and and that that may be well received but I think the other thing not only with the the, the movement of coaches but also the transfer portal and how has the transfer portal really impacted so I mean so many kids now because they they have the opportunity I remember last year all the seniors the the super seniors that were out there what the the sixth year senior having that extra year of eligibility because of COVID the year prior now with the the transfer portal just basically being open and so much movement out there I think truly you have to be very in tune and I'll be flat out honest I am not anywhere close to near in tune like you mentioned Paul Stone and and Powers there's so many guys out there that their bread and butter is college football I think for me getting involved and going forward you have to consider all the impact that the transfer portal has had not only for where players are going but the schools that they left and how did that impact the schools that they left and the depth within that roster so needing to know those rosters inside and out upside and you know up and down that roster not only who came onto that team but also who left and how that impacts them who steps in and fills those roles quarterback what have you uh it's it's just such a challenge now with the transfer portal in my mind to really get in tune with where these are going and you mentioned the discrepancies with the lines iowa at minus 13 at at south point dk has it minus six i mean those are some pretty drastic ones look at this utah utah DraftKings was open at minus three and you have with South Point with Andrews opening Utah minus 12. Now, I love Kyle, Kyle Whittingham. I think he's the best coach that's been in that Pac-12 for quite a while. The consistency he brings there, and I understand. I, I, I don't know where it falls, probably somewhere within that middle. That's pretty drastic, though, Brady, to look at it from minus 3 to minus 12. We know all the changes in transition that's happening with USC, but the one, stand, the, the one stalwart there that has not had any transition is that coaching staff, head coaching anyway, with Kyle Whittingham at Utah. I, I totally agree with you. I think he's one of the best coaches in the country. They're just year in and year out, they're a very good program. I am very surprised to see that discrepancy, though, because yeah. I know a lot of people are very high on USC and their new coach, Lincoln Riley, this year. Um, you bring up a great point, though, about, uh, and I'm trying to remember what our friend Steve Mackinnon calls it. Steve Mackinnon, the editor of VEASAN's online digital publication, Point Spread Weekly. He does a great piece every year 
and it'll probably be coming out, I would guess, maybe sometime in July. And I want to I say he calls it like his college football stability rankings. And it talks about the teams with all kinds of turnover, new coaches, new coordinators, new quarterbacks. Those are some of the most impactful changes that he cites, you know, in his ratings. And, and more often than not, he'll go through, you know, these opening games that these teams with a lot of change and a lot of turnover have experienced in the offseason – and more often than not, they do not cover the spread. To your point that, you know, you're talking about the NFL. You like to bet against teams that have had a lot of change in the offseason, head coach, quarterback, what have you. And I look at an example here, BYU versus Notre Dame. And this will be very interesting for Las Vegas college football fans because it's going to be played at Allegiant Stadium, where, of course, the Las Vegas Raiders play down the street here. BYU and Notre Dame. Now, we know Notre Dame is going to have a new coach, Brian Kelly, making his way to LSU. Uh, So there's one knock against them or a a dip in the stability rankings, if you will. And I can tell you, BYU, the Cougars, will receive a ton of support here in Las Vegas. You're going to have a massive home crowd advantage for the BYU Cougars. You'll probably have some pretty good Notre Dame support as well. We know they're, if not a global brand, certainly a national brand. Um, But I'd be looking at my, just my first glance. And that's basically the extent of my handicap right there. What I just told you, I'd be looking to take the points with BYU. Well, and BYU being so close in proximity to Las Vegas, all the all the players' grandkids get to come and show up and and be a part of the festivities there as well. Because we know the 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 we'll just call it the the maturity of that team there in BYU. A lot of older guys there. <laughs> I just remember doing so many shows with Mike Pritchard and. And there's a there's there's still and obviously with Mike Pritchard being part of the the CU national championship team back in in the early 90s and part of the Big Eight conference that they had some battles with BYU in the past and so it kind of sticks in his craw from that standpoint. But but jokes aside, I, I think for BYU, yeah. Just not only with the transition for Notre Dame at the the head coach, but you know a lot of transition with some key players that were that are gone from the from from the offensive side for one. I think Williams was really a, a, a small, you know, obviously as far as his stature was concerned, rushing the football. He's a tough-minded kid, and I think there's some leadership from that standpoint that was lost. Also on the safety side, you know, one of the 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 kid that was drafted in the what is it top fifth, top ten, top fifteen, Williams to be able to go that well too so always replacement so i think that's always the tough part for me is just knowing the depth of those those teams and uh, and those players and who actually steps in and how much experience do they have stepping in and you th- just thinking about byu now this game is not until october 8th because sometimes you just it's on the job training and and experience on the fast track for kids in college football we don't see guys redshirting that often anymore if they redshirt it's because of injury it's not because of uh, of uh building another year of eligibility and and experience kind of being on the sideline these guys come in heralded freshmen's coming in there's so many things that happen now for college football kids a lot of a lot of seven on seven kind of things out there especially on the offensive side where they're just coming in these high school kids coming in offensively are very polished now in in college football and yeah so i i don't know if age matters that much anymore although it does in my mind always will matter for byu because they're going to have that experience just from a maturity standpoint Let me ask you real quick here, James, before we go to break about Alabama taking on Texas A&M. Alabama will get this game at home in Tuscaloosa, and this line is at 13 and a half. You wonder if it's a little shaded, if it's a little inflated because of the recent uh, 
argument, if you will, between Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban. Um, I, I got to believe Saban is going to remember that. Obviously, he's not going to forget it. And, and you wonder if it plays into a little bit of his motivational speech in this showdown here. Um, again, I don't know which way I would make a bet on it, but that's going to be a very interesting game and certainly a lot of buildup and hype coming in to that date on October 8th as well in Tuscaloosa. Well, the buildup has been, yeah, starting months before the season even starts. Hopefully for, for the kids on Texas A&M's roster, they're not, I mean, that's going to be the sixth game of the season for them. Hopefully they're not looking five games or six, five <laughs> games ahead to that showdown at Alabama and Tuscaloosa because it's it's unfortunate those kind of things happen off the field because the kids don't have anything to do with that. It's, you know, the coaches, these are that the That was kind of Jimbo's argument, too. He's like, you're, exactly. you're throwing kids under the bus, Mr. Saban. Yes, well, and this is what, you know, you think about the, the multi-billion dollar business that is college football, and it's been that way for quite a while. Now with the name, image, and likeness coming on board for, for kids to be able to capitalize somewhat financially on on their on their opportunity to play college football, yes, you get the college degree and, and that scholarship to have an education, but, you know, just the, it pales in comparison to the dollars that are out there for these schools and these universities. I mean, the, the highest paid individual at most of these college football, most of these universities is the college football head coach. Yep, absolutely. And certainly the case with Jimbo Fisher and Nick Sagan. Yes. That will certainly be an interesting one. October the 8th in Tuscaloosa at Alabama, the Texas A&M, uh, A&M Aggies come a calling. College football games of the year out at your local sports book. Fun to get involved with that. We'll come back with more in just a moment on the VSIN Bet Center on the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Bet Center is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to switch up your nicotine? Well, now there's a 10-day challenge to give you a fresh start, helping you walk away from ashtrays, spit cups, and vapes, and it's called the Zen 10 Challenge. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free nicotine alternative and they're available in 10 varieties and two strengths. The Zen 10 Challenge is a risk-free way to try Zen Nicotine Pouches. If you don't enjoy your experience with Zen after 10 days, you'll get your money back. So head on over to Zen.com slash 10 to take the Zen 10 Challenge. That's ZYN.com slash 10. James, we were talking about that Live Golf Tour, the infamous, if you will, the Saudi contingent there, Dustin Johnson making his way, and Kevin Na just announced today that he's going to give it a shot. 
Certainly some uh, pretty household names there that have uh, said they're going to play at least in this first event coming up next week. And a great portion of the field uh, most of us have never heard of before. And we're expecting that there's probably being a spot held for Phil Mickelson as well. We were talking about some of the dollars, what we're talking about here. Obviously very attractive dollars uh, on the line. And there's, you know, there's uh, incentive just to, you know, a, an appearance fee, if you will. Harold Varner III, who's, you know, he's probably ranked in the top 75 players in the in the world. I don't know if he's cracked the top 50, but I heard he was offered $38 million just to uh, join the tour. Well, our, our producer, Brian Ortega, let me know that uh, there's some additional uh, purse prizes here. Uh, the top three finishers, I, I mentioned eight events. I think it is eight events they currently have scheduled. And the top three guys, as far as the money list or the points list, whatever it is, the top three guys through the first seven events uh, will share a $30 million bonus. Uh, that's a couple of bucks as well. Uh, and then they, they, there will be a final match play event with a $50 million purse. It, it, I mean, it's just stupid money. It's obscene. That's that, <laughs> This is actually getting obscene. Now, just because you throw big dollars at something doesn't mean that that means that that's a quality. Uh, that's a in, in this case here, it doesn't mean that it's going to guarantee quality, right, as far as the, the competitive. And how are they going to make money with this? They don't even have it. As far as I know, they don't even have a TV deal yet. So it, it's kind of crazy that they're spilling. I mean, maybe the. You know, just they're just pouring out all this money to try and attract people and, and betting on the come that, uh, you know, eventually it's going to. Well, pay and, and also and, and all of these are going to be on across the Atlantic Ocean. Is that right? Brady? No, there, there's so, actually like I want to say maybe five or four of the there, there's a good portion of events that are actually taking place in the United States. Oh, um, wow. I, I think the one after London is in Portland. So, yeah, it, okay. it really is pretty wild, man. It, it's okay. Uh, yeah, my mistake. I was just thinking, all right, if everything oh, is on. Well, that's what the, I thought initially, too. But if, Or you having to watch the, if they find a TV deal or everything. I think that's the other thing. Everything's starting to go through the, the streaming services. Right. Does that mean you're up at 3 a.m. to watch a golf tournament? Right. Through streaming services, especially if it's not all the top shelf names that, that if you are a follower and whether you're a better or not or just a fan of professional golf, is that still enticing? So, yeah, timing's going to be impactful, too. I don't know if the the whole streaming service and that that's a whole nother discussion. We're talking about streaming and being able to get engaged with live betting. Obviously, golf's a, a slower paced type of sport as opposed to like what we're seeing here with hockey and the NBA trying to bet those things live. But yeah, just because you throw big big dollars at it, it does. It almost feels it just kind of it it's feels a little. I don't know. Well, it's especially everything else. That's, especially the well, origins, right? All the other crazy stuff that's going on. Really, this is what we're going to throw money at. That much money. Just to to just to golf. Well, just and to, to support golf. to support that culture, you know where yes. where it comes yeah, from. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it it, no, it, it all kind of stinks. And I and I it's, I love Dustin Johnson. He you know he he certainly had his issues. Uh, this is probably going back about seven eight years ago now. But you know, um, people grow up and people change. Sure. And I I yep. have really enjoyed watching DJ the past few seasons. Uh, and you know, he kind of has that attitude that he doesn't give a you-know-what, and maybe that's why he left. Maybe that's why he did it. It also yeah. probably has to do with $125 million that they're giving the guy. And that's a lot of money, and I don't want to disparage anybody for take. No. I don't know. Now, these guys are all – they've been on tour. They're all probably, I'm assuming, very wealthy individuals, but – you know, you never know somebody's situation, their financial situation, where they're, where they've been, where they're at, where they're trying to go, and 
sometimes money talks and that's just the amount of money that you're just talking about is I it's it's innocent I can't even comprehend it how big that is just for a, a small we're not talking about the this you already have an established tour right so and with great players that are doing this that everybody's accustomed to to try to start something like this yeah I just I really question the sustainability of it all from start to finish not only from their financial side and the resources side but you know the sustainability if nobody's watching who cares? Does anybody care if no one's watching? Under 16 minutes left to go in the second period. They are still tied at one apiece in Edmonton between the Colorado Avalanche and the Edmonton Oilers. Game three of that series. Game two of the NBA Finals is coming up on Sunday, James. And I want to talk about a couple of things. The NBA Finals MVP market. But first, let's just look at the game. You and I talked a little bit about our impressions of game one. We talked about you know, possibly an exact series result bet that we might consider. How about just game two from a spread and total standpoint? The Warriors are favored by four points. They did touch four momentarily here out in Las Vegas, but eventually it was three and a half pretty much from start to finish. That was the closing number in favor of Golden State for game one. Your total closed at 214. It is ticked up to 215 and a half. Any initial opinion on the side or the total for game two? Well, at this point here for the total, uh, just with both of these teams' propensity to not only take threes but make threes, I don't think we'll see any – well, it's hard to say that to say, well, we just can't see that kind of shooting performance again come game two. Why not? Why wouldn't we see that? These guys, this is just how they – this is how basketball is played. And if you're going to fire up 40-plus 40 plus three-pointers within a game, yeah, you're going to have one of those games where you knock down 50% of those. You make 21 threes like the Boston Celtics did, and it wasn't like the, the Golden State Warriors shot the ball all that, all that poorly either. They knocked down 19 threes, not as a high percentage of a, that, that the Celtics did, but just the fact that this this such a high volume of three-pointers shot, and not just, this was an anomaly. I mean, this is how the game is played today, and it's so hard, and I'm probably just still kicking myself because I had the live total in that third quarter, 223-ish, what have you, and obviously that didn't come in. Uh, but the the propensity to shoot threes, and I don't know what the adjustments are going to look like because it wasn't like these were all contested shots. And wow, these guys are just knocking them down. They were just in, they were on they were in a groove. They were on fire. They were in the zone, right? They were in that zone and hands and contests. Like these were open shots. Both teams are very unselfish with the ball, and they will make and pass up. They will make a good pass, and they will pass up a good shot to get a great shot. They're very unselfish teams, and so you just rotate the ball around quickly around that perimeter you're going to continue to get open shots at this point now with the confidence that both of these teams their ability to shoot threes is that something I want to get in front of and say wow today's the day that there there's going to be some regression sure there'll be some regression for the amount of threes that they knock down but to that extreme I don't want to get in front of that I, I I'm typically the under better Brady but in this case here with this matchup and and the pace too I think both teams want to get out and push the pace and create some not only secondary you know some transition shots but flatten out the defense where you can kick it out for some open threes within transition I think the pace is going to be there too so if I'm getting involved with a total the only way I could look is as to the over uh, yeah, I think I agree with you. Uh, as far as the side, I, I think I would lay the points with Golden State. I, I imagine the general reaction is going to be, hey, let, let's go back to the well with the Celtics. They certainly handled them in game one. Well, yeah. 
they really handled one quarter. They, they did not handle 75 or 80% of that game, and I do think the Warriors will bounce back here. And if you look at when in that game the Warriors led, it was certainly by more than four points. It looked like they were going to easily cover the three and a half the other night. But I, I think the Warriors as a favorite could be a little bit of a contrarian play. I don't know if I'm accurate on that, but I would think that the general public would want to go after the Celtics again. Hey, you gave me three and a half, and it worked in game one. I'll take four in game two. Um, but I don't think I'm going to get involved. Uh, you and I have talked about it, James. I have a futures ticket on the Warriors. I did yeah. hedge a little bit with the Celtics, so I pretty much am going to sit back and, and just let w- what plays yeah. out play out. Um, how about the MVP market? The Warriors, you know, there was a lot of talk about if you were late to the party and you were going to bet the Warriors to win the series before it started at minus 160, minus 150, why don't you just bet Steph Curry to win MVP at around even money? Well, now the price on Steph Curry is in the neighborhood of 2-1, to one, plus 180, 2-1 to, to win finals MVP. The price on the Warriors to win the championship is about plus 140. So still, it would be the best way to go if you like the Warriors to possibly just bet Curry to win MVP. Well, and we know that he hasn't won the MVP in the years that they've won the title. So, again, subjectivity might come into play. But for the Warriors to win the NBA championship, Steph is going to have his stamp all over that when it comes to putting the ball in the basket. We know he's fully capable of doing that. So, to me, that's the better bet. If we're if the Warriors are going to win, it's not all of a sudden because Draymond Green and Andrew Wiggins are starting to light it up. It is going to be Steph Curry that leads them to that championship. So, better price. I like the MVP on Curry better than them, the Warriors to win it out. And even in a losing effort, he had a heck of a game in game one. So he's still absolutely a candidate to win that award if the Warriors do win the championship. Colorado looking better towards the championship. They're up two to one now midway through the second period in Edmonton. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. The betting splits page will show you where the money and the bets are moving for every game, and now it's updated every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you here inside the VSIN Bet Center. Another 30 minutes from now, the Greg Peterson experience will begin, an experience that everybody should take in one time or another. Greg Peterson in the house. He'll take you the rest of the way on your Saturday night. Baseball getting underway pretty soon. One, one baseball game, one of the later baseball games just now underway and coming up at 7-10 Pacific, 10-10 Eastern time. The New York Mets will be in Los Angeles to take on the Dodgers. The Dodgers a heavy favorite to make that two in a row over the Metropolitans in that series. Uh, The Colorado Avalanche, as I mentioned, they have lit the lamp just under 11 minutes to go now in the second period. They take a 2-1 to lead on the Edmonton Oilers. Colorado was a favorite in this game, about minus 130 on the money line with a total of seven. Right now, three goals on the board about halfway through this hockey game. Your in-game total has dropped now to six. So the under that Lou Finicaro talked about, looking good right now on pace, Certainly to head that direction. He also liked the Colorado Avalanche to make this a three to nothing series. And right now, again, they lead the Oilers two to one. 
Looking at some college baseball scores, James, La Tech and Texas are tied at one apiece, and Louisiana Tech was a plus 185 underdog in this one. Oklahoma, all over my boys from University of Florida, 8-3 to three right now in the bottom of the seventh, and Florida was a minus 140 favorite in that game. Auburn leading Florida State 11-1 to one in the top of the sixth. East Carolina trying to pull a small upset uh, over Virginia. Virginia was one of the teams that Lou mentioned, a team he really liked as far as the road to Omaha goes. 4-2 to two right now in favor of the Pirates over the Cavaliers. Cavaliers were a minus 120 favorite in that one. And Louisiana leading Texas A&M 6-4. Louisiana was a plus 170 dog in that one. And Southern Miss leading LSU 5-2. So some underdogs certainly making some noise. Now, the regional portion of this tournament before we get to the actual College World Series in Omaha, Nebraska, the regional portion is double elimination. So unless your team has lost both yesterday and today, they are still in the hunt. Uh, James, we were talking about the psyche or the mental aspect of the Edmonton Oilers, their makeup in the locker room there going forward in this hockey game. Uh, when they took that first intermission, they were tied at one apiece and Mike Smith letting that own goal slip in. Well, now it's got to be getting close. I I don't know if it's panic time, but you know, I, I certainly don't know the mentality of these players, but after having been really, you know, beaten down in game two by this avalanche team and now down two to one and given the power play chances that Colorado has had, it's just not looking real good for the Oilers. And if you wonder if they're, uh, you know, their enthusiasm is starting to get a little, little light and they're starting to doubt themselves here. Well, looking at the live line right now in favor of the avalanche minus two seventy five. We're almost at three dollars. I mean, they're only down the, the Oilers are down just one goal and we're midway through the second period. They're still they're halfway through the game. They still have thirty or they I mean, they still have what thirty minutes left of ice time to get out there and, and get back in it. I'm assuming here though, I'm looking at the total and feeling like, all right, what is what are the Edmonton Oilers going to are they're gonna have to start taking some chances, right? And pinching defensemen in a little more, just taking some more chances offensively to have to score. And I wonder for Colorado, thinking about that game one contest where it was just, you know, the light was being, the the lamp was being lit just repeatedly. So the Oilers would score and literally within a minute or so, it was a just back and forth affair when it came to scoring. And I think, but in that third period, we kind of saw Colorado dial things back a little bit. And they did speak to that between games two and we're starting game three here the fact that hey the adjustment we've made in game four was or game two is we were not going to in a sense take our skate off the gas we were going to continue that throttle full throttle and not kind of lay up and let up and and play defensively just wondering about this total here sitting we still halfway through the game i know it's six and a half so I just feel like the the Oilers, with their season on the line, their hopes of going to the Stanley Cup, basically, you know they lose this game. It's not going to happen. You're down 0-3. The party's over here. I got to feel like there's probably going to be some opportunities, not only for the Oilers to 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 be more, take some chances offensively, but then what does that put them some some put them in some precarious positions defensively, some odd man rush opportunities for the Avalanche because of that, and where they can get out and maybe get some two on ones in a sense to to get some opportunities to score. That's kind of what I'd be looking at here is more so looking at this total. It's juiced heavily to the under. It's uh, plus a dollar five, plus a dollar ten to the over at six and a half. But this thing where this thing is right now, I'd be kind of looking towards that over. 
I agree with you. And, and part of my thinking here is, you know, if, if this gets desperate, let's say it's three to one in favor of Colorado, you might see an oh, yeah. empty net for the Oilers with early. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe as many as five minutes before this yeah. game's over. Uh, and that could certainly lead to a couple of tallies either by the Avalanche or the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. So uh, I'd be with you. I'd be leaning towards the over uh, before the under. Uh, the baseball game that got underway just about 15 minutes ago was the Atlanta Braves and the Colorado Rockies right down the street from you there, James. The closing total in this game was 12. Of course, the game went nine innings with no score on the board on Friday night. That has happened one time before in the last 27 years at Coors Field. Uh, but they're tied at 0-0 once again, bottom of the second inning, one out with the Rockies at bat. The game that will go to first pitch here in about uh, less than an hour from now, 7-10 Pacific, 10-10 Eastern time, will be in Chavez Ravine, the New York Mets taking on the Los Angeles Dodgers. And this is Walker Bueller hosting David Peterson. Bueller at 6-1 and one on the season, but he certainly has been struggling in his last couple of starts. Hasn't been the dominant Walker Bueller that we're used to. And Peterson, by the way, he's 2-0. and but he was roughed up in his last outing as well. Now, the Dodgers, uh, they got the win on Friday night in convincing fashion, beating New York 6-1, to and they're heavy favorites to get it done here again tonight, minus 175 on the money line with a total of 8.5. What are your thoughts on this one, James? And I'll give you just a quick thought, you know, and I wonder if this is a part of your thinking as well. The, the New York Mets have some serious injuries to their pitching staff. Max Scherzer on the shelf, Tyler McGill on the shelf, and, we, of course, we know Jacob deGrom, maybe not back until August, certainly late July. Uh, it could be a time right now, especially when you have a team as dominant as the Dodgers. you got to believe that that bullpen for the New York Mets is starting to get a little bit taxed with the lack of starting pitching or quality starting pitching anyway. Right. And it could be a, a good two-, three-week period here where it might be time to fade the Mets a little bit despite the fact that they've gotten off to a great start. Well, and especially to your point where they've had to bring in a number of starters, in a sense, to have to eat some innings. And the taxing all the way around, not only taxing on the bullpen, but, you know, I think it gets taxing on the offense because knowing that you don't have Scherzer out there and DeGrom and and some of the other injuries that they have to their starting pitching staff that, all right, offensively, we're going to have to pick it up some. We're going to have to we're, we're going to have to be more aggressive. We're going to have to put some runs on the board to help out kind of this patchworked pitching staff as it is so we can't have pitching duels because we don't have our big guns out there and we've you know at least recently we've seen it they've only scored have the Mets just one run in the first two games of this series but you start to press offensively I think for as as far as your approach at the plate you know you can't start hitting three run home runs with nobody on base but you start to press feeling like we've got to put some runs on the board to support this makeshift pitching staff so yeah to your point I think now trying to look at their schedule over the next few weeks because there's no give there's no I know there's timelines for for Scherzer to come back. I, I don't think the Heat or DeGrom are even scheduled to start doing anything until potentially post-All-Star break. So they're going to have to kind of eat this and wear this, as we like to say in baseball lingo, right? They're going to have to kind of wear this for a while is this pitching staff. But I'd be more concerned with this offense going forward, just feeling like are they going to start to press a little bit and get themselves out of their, out of their hitting approach because they know they're going to have to put more runs on the board. The Florida Gators have added a run, top of the eighth inning, and Oklahoma is at bat, but Florida chips into that lead a little bit. Now 8-4 to four in favor of the Oklahoma Sooners. That is the Gainesville Regional. The Florida Gators won their opening game on Friday 
in danger of losing this one with just a couple more chances at the plate. The Philadelphia Phillies hanging on to a lead. It is the bottom of the seventh inning in Philadelphia, and they are leading the Angels 5-2. to two. Philly looking for their second straight win uh, post-Joe Girardi, if you will, and the Angels trying to avoid a tenth straight loss. The Chicago Cubs have tied it up with the St. Louis Cardinals, bottom of the sixth inning there, or make it top of the seventh inning, rather, at Wrigley Field, and they are tied at three apiece with the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cubs won the opener of this doubleheader 6-1 to one earlier today, trying to make it a sweep of their division rival, the St. Louis Cardinals. Again, tied at three apiece, top of the seventh inning there in Chicago. We'll come back and wrap up the program here, the VEASAN Bet Center. One more segment to go, and then we pass the baton on to our friend Greg Peterson for the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free to play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to draftkings.com/heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 years and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See draftkings.com for details and please drink responsibly. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you here inside the VSIN Bet Center. Still 2 to 1 in favor of the Colorado Avalanche and under five minutes left to go in the second period now. They are looking to take a very commanding three games to none lead 
on the Edmonton Oilers. They held serve at home, taking the first two games of this series and now looking to break serve on the road as they travel to Edmonton again leading this game 2-1 to one with under five minutes left to go in the second period. We've got another hockey game going on on Sunday in Tampa Bay, and the home team has held, her, uh, held serve here so far as well. The New York Rangers, I believe that was their eighth win on home ice in a row during this Stanley Cup playoff series so far this year, and it also snapped a streak for the Tampa Bay Lightning, who had won 18 playoff games in a row when coming off of a loss. And, of course, they lost game one in this best-of-seven series with the New York Rangers, and then they lost game two as well. So now they will go back home, and they're a pretty heavy favorite, James, to get the uh, ship righted here for the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs. Minus 170 on the money line are the Lightning, the take back on the Rangers, plus 150, and your total at five and a half. Both of these goalkeepers have been outstanding, Vasilevsky and Shesterkin. A little bit different than what we've seen in the Colorado-Edmonton series, certainly a polar opposite as far as the numbers concerned. But what are your thoughts as far as the side, the total, and can the Lightning bounce back and possibly threaten to win this series and make their way to their third straight Stanley Cup final? Absolutely. Just the track record, the history of this team for the last two years. Think about it prior to winning the Stanley Cup and a lot of expectations a few years back when they fizzled out as a number one seed and weren't able to get there. But now in this position, trying to go, we know it's so hard to repeat in any sport, Brady, let alone try to three-peat. Uh, mm -hmm. But that's where this team can definitely, this is not, this is not Edmonton coming back to coming back home down 0-2. This is still the double, you know, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions coming down. These guys are, uh, they're not going to panic. They're not going to panic. They're not going to go to a place where they feel like, all right, we're going to have to change our game plan and be more aggressive potentially offensively because they, they've really kind of struggled to, to get any consistent scoring opportunities in those first two games in New York. And yeah, to your point, Brady, yeah, they have won the Rangers eight straight there at MSG. That first, the only loss that they have was the opening round game. Number one, that, that double header in a sense where they went three overtimes against the pens and lost that game in that triple overtime thriller. But you know, they really feed off that crowd does the Rangers at New York and you know, MSG that has been, that 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 stadium or that arena has been lit for them, and so they really take advantage of the the adrenaline that comes with playing at home. Sometimes home ice and sometimes home field or home court advantage isn't that big a deal for certain teams, but I think obviously for the Rangers, they've really fed off that. But then I kind of think back to that was it the game. Four, I believe, against the the Hurricanes, where they were really flat in that game, and they kind of talked about it because that's the one still piece concerning me with the Rangers is just the from start to finish of when this play back when the playoffs started the grind of what they've been through. I think maybe for the Lightning that game one probably a little rusty. They had a lot of time off between winning that that second round to getting into the Eastern Finals there for in New York, but. I think here for the Rangers, when does that start to catch up with them? Might it catch up with them tomorrow in game three? That's a big number. $1.75 is what I'm seeing uh, a lot of places out here in Colorado in favor of the Lightning. I understand why that number is high. I wouldn't want to lay a big number like that this deep into the playoffs. I'd be more inclined to take the Rangers, but more so, I think, on the side, instead of the side, it'd be looking at the total. You talk about the, the goaltenders that are there. We talked about it with Dwayne Colucci as well as Lou Finnecaro earlier in the program, and uh, you have potentially the two best goaltenders. Obviously, the two best goaltenders left in the playoffs, but these are two of the best goaltenders in hockey 
facing off here tomorrow for game three. I'd be looking more inclined to play the under sitting at five and a half juiced a bit to the dollar twenty. I, I think I agree with you. Um, and, and Lou made a good point about possibly the Lightning just being out of gas. And, and I think you make a good point about, you know, I mean, the Carolina Hurricanes took these Rangers to seven games. And, and you know, they had home ice for that game seven. It was uh, kind of surprising that they didn't advance and that the New York Rangers won that game on the road. Uh, and Tampa Bay, you would think, is, you know, maybe a better team than Carolina, the two-time defending champ. You know, so far, up until now, they have looked like the better team than Carolina. But you're right. Maybe maybe they're running out of gas here a little bit. I mean, you know, it's kind of like the Golden State Warriors. You go through that many playoff series, you win that many championships, it starts to wear on you. Maybe it is on Tampa Bay. All right, we've got just a few minutes left, my friend. And, you know, it's never too early to talk about the NFL We've got half the division represented here. I'm in Las Vegas. You're in Denver. I want to talk about the AFC West and the odds to win this division. I I think this is a really tough puzzle to put together here. You've got the Chiefs as the favorite at plus 180. The Los Angeles Chargers are at plus 225 to win the division. The Denver Broncos are at plus 250. And then the Raiders are kind of a long shot at 7-1. to What are your thoughts? Who's your pick to win the division? Or how do you think it shakes out and... Do three of the four teams make the playoffs? Potentially. Although, because it's going to be such a, there's going to be so many battles throughout the division all season long that, you know, you're, you're how many of these te- how many of these games are going to be split, right? The two games that they're going to face with each opponent. You may split a majority of those games, at least with the, I still feel like the Raiders are still, because of the defense, and uh, they, there's still too many issues for me defensively, being able to, outside of Crosby, being able to get after the, the get after the quarterback uh their linebacker core is very thin and then the secondary couldn't cover last year i don't know what they've done i haven't really done much to improve that this season i think the the issue for the raiders is still going to be defensively i don't love their offensive line i don't even forget love i don't like their offensive line either they're going to have to make some big steps of improvement from last year to this year because they're going to have to score points. The defense is going to give up their their defense is going to be scored upon and they're going to have to drop back and be in pass mode and Devonte Adams is a huge pickup and that's great and they're going to be able to find ways to put points on the board too but I still feel like the Raiders are going to be fourth within the AFC West and you know it's just too way too short a price here with the Kansas City Chiefs as you mentioned for me to feel like all right well for a short price like that I still want to take Kansas City and though they have been the class of the AFC West since Mahomes really has has taken over uh, but the, the improvements that we've seen, not only for the Chargers, especially defensively, I like the offensive line for the Chargers too, but more so with the Denver Broncos. And I think for the Broncos, the not only obviously the, the obvious is getting Russell Wilson to put some not only stability at a playmake uh, as a playmaker at the quarterback position but some damn leadership for that team uh, at the quarterback spot because they've sorely been lacking that a lot of swings and misses when it came to the draft and moving guys around to try to plug in after Peyton Manning left after that Super Bowl year in 2015 I, I just feel like there's there's plenty of leadership on that offense now from from that side with with Wilson coming in. he's got playmakers on that side too but this defense this defense is they had a lot of injuries last year in particular the linebackers core they they at one point midway through the season they were down eight linebackers on injury reserve they were just picking up guys left and right anywhere on any practice squad anybody that was available to be able to tape up and put a jersey on and go out there and and play in the middle of the field 
They are much he- they're going to be much healthier this season. I love the secondary for the Denver Broncos. And within that division, I know Kansas City and Arrowhead is always a difficult place to play, but you come in into the altitude here and the elevation here a mile high in that stadium. This town is really jazzed for these Broncos and what they've done in this offseason. That's going to get back to actually being an advantage again for the Denver Broncos. Of all four teams, that team has the greatest advantage uh, as far as home field is concerned. So I'd lean towards the Broncos there plus that number, but really it's a tough call for me. I don't know where I would go. I definitely, I, I think I like the Broncos best just based on where that number is and where they sit at home with Russell Wilson leading the way. Well, the worst home field advantage in that division is probably the L.A. Chargers, and it's not a tremendous home field advantage here in Las Vegas either because, I mean, the Raiders fans are certainly passionate, but you get, you know, 40 to 50% of that stadium filled up with people that are visiting town to go root their team too, and it's a wonderful environment, but I'm just saying I don't think you can establish a great deal of home field advantage for the Las Vegas Raiders. I'd probably be with the Chargers. I'm definitely not taking the Chiefs. I faded them last year as far as season win total. I think it's just so hard to maintain that st- that spot atop the mountain for so many years in a row. And now you look at how competitive this division is. I would not be going the Chiefs direction. No. And I think the Raiders will surprise people. I think the Raiders will certainly be better than what a 7-1 to number would indicate. That is going to do it for us, my friend. We'll be talking football more often here pretty soon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, James. Thanks to Brian Ortega, Elliot Bauman, everybody behind the glass there. Next up, it's Greg Peterson and the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. 
Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.